To all our listeners around the world, logged on to QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Of course, I have to say good morning to my studio audience, courtesy of Clubhouse. Oh, remember, on Thursday, we do go live on Future FM 98.9 in the Bronx, Westchester, and Mount Vernon. It is Tuesday, June 7th. We're doing it in Afrobeat style today, taking it easy, chilling out today. We're not going to turn up today. Thank you so much for joining me for Coffee and Toe World News on the go every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our reviews. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments. That's M-I Media Moments. If you're on Instagram, follow me at Moments with Me Media. That's Moments underscore with underscore me, M-I underscore media. Now, we have our YouTube channel up and um, running. So we just launched that back over the weekend. Uh, we're just doing... Right now, we have posted up the Friday mix, right? So you can check those out there. Those are getting uploaded slowly but surely. <laughs> and here are the headlines we have coming up for you today in international news. Fiji turns over yacht allegedly owned by Russian oligarch to the U.S. Lebanese army arrests 64 people trying to sail to Europe. Lebanon to invite U.S. to mediate Israel maritime border talks. U.S. warns of forceful response if North Korea tests nuclear weapons. In stories out of North America, the dispatcher who hung up on 911 caller reporting Buffalo mass shooting officially terminated. NYPD investigating threats of school shooting suspect posted names of would-be victims online. Federal judge okays Oklahoma's lethal injection method. Doctor named in abortion case has nothing to do with lawsuit. And VP Harris looks to show her clout at Summit of the Americas. In business and tech news, American Airlines announced they are parking 100 jets due to pilot shortage. Elon Musk threatens to walk away from Twitter deal due to lack of data on spam and fake accounts iPhone users can finally unsend and edit messages. Twitter users react to new unsend feature on iMessage. EU clinches first deal, and that's the world's first deal on single mobile charging port. What will that mean for everyone? Health and Science News. Apply recreational therapy to help improve the well-being of seniors. In sports news, Kobe Bryant's 96-97 playoffs jersey sells for $2.73 million. And LeBron James calls for Brittany Griner's safe return home from Russia. In the Caribbean corner out of Jamaica, owners and operators of tourism entities reminded to get licensed. In the SVG, 53-year-old man says he was pressured to rape a girl who was 10 years old or who is 10 years old. On the entertainment scene out of the Caribbean corner, Jack Cure files appeal to overturn attempted manslaughter conviction. Out of Latin America, Dominican Republic Environment Minister shot dead in office. U.S.-bound migrant caravan leaves southern Mexico. 
In Believe It or Not stories, a man charged with murdering six people took selfie with victims' glasses on. Indiana woman accused of using AirTag to track cheating boyfriend to bar fatally mowed him down. And in Entertainment News, Steve Harvey reveals how he feels about Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan split. I'm Team Lori, 1000%. We're going to be right back after this music break. Uh, here's a little more Afro beats for us. Thank you to all our listeners logged on to QMZRadio.com, JohnNoRadio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse. This is where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me, and you're listening to Coffee in Tow, world news on the go every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our reviews. And today we're doing it in Afrobeat style. We're taking it easy today, right? We're not turning up today for Turn Up Tuesday. And now it's time for the details. And we're starting off with international news. A court in Fiji has handed a super yacht allegedly owned by a sanctioned Russian oligarch to United States authorities following a lengthy court process. 
The $300 million Amadea yacht, which Washington says is linked to sanctioned Russian billionaire Suleiman, and I hope I pronounced that right, Karimov, was seized upon arriving in the Pacific Island nation in April at the request of the U.S. The move came amid a wider push by U.S. officials and other countries to enforce sanctions against influential Russians, particularly by seizing luxury assets, including yachts. The Amadeus seizure was held up in Fijian courts. And this was after the yacht's registered owner, Millie Marine Investments, requested a delay. However, on Tuesday, Supreme Court President and Chief Justice Kamal Kumar dismissed that application. Director of Public Prosecutions Christopher Pride said the judge's ruling meant a U.S. Justice Department warrant to seize the boat had been accepted. Did we think it was going to go any other way? I, I think the U.S. always gets what the U.S. wants. Um, resistance may be put up at first, but um, I'm not surprised at the outcome that they have decided to hand it over. So um, that didn't really need to be headlines, if you ask me. That comes as no surprise to me. Not sure if it's a surprise to anyone else. But, um, yeah, when you have a habit of getting what you want, yeah, it becomes the norm. The Lebanese military has arrested 64 people trying to sail from northern Lebanon in an attempt to get to Europe, the Army Command has said. According to an Army statement, the would-be migrants, Lebanese, Syrians, and Palestinians, were all detained on Tuesday and were being questioned, except for one pregnant woman who was bleeding and was taken to hospital. The migrants were apparently taken into custody before their boat was able to set sail. They were apprehended near the um, Sheikh Zanad area, a few kilometers from the northern city of Tripoli. The attempt came weeks after a boat carrying more than 60 migrants capsized on April 23 off the coast of Tripoli, Lebanon's second largest city and one of the country's poorest. Seven bodies were recovered in that disaster, with 47 people rescued and some still missing. Survivors at the time blamed the Lebanese Navy for causing the accident by ramming into the migrants' boat. Lebanon is a small nation of 6 million people, including 1 million Syrian refugees. It is also home to tens of thousands of Palestinians, most of them descendants of people displaced after Israel was created in 1948. I thought Israel was older than that. Um, isn't Israel coming from Bible days? Or is it that they're talking about the territory, the land that they're currently occupying was created in 1948? Uh, I don't that know. Part. Yeah, it was. It, um, Israel only became a place um, after um, the World War original. II. So it, is, it started in the 40s. I remember when Israel turned 50. Was a, I was alive when Israel turned 50. And that was um, maybe um, a few years, um, some years back. Okay. I can't speak. Yeah, yeah like that. Okay. Happy birthday, Sunette. See, Sunette yeah. gets to celebrate two times, folks, because she has the luxury of living on the West Coast. So... You know, at midnight last night on the East Coast, we celebrated her birthday because in our mind, it's her birthday, right? Happy birthday, Sunette. I know you're not going to be with us all morning, so let me do it now. Wish you all the best again. Can't thank you enough for being a part of Happy the team. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. 
Happy birthday, dear Sonic. Happy birthday to you. Thank you, Wendell. <laughs> thank you both. Thank you, Wendell. <laughs> oh, Wendell is way better than me. So thank you for doing that, Wendell. Appreciate it. But yeah, hope you have a fabulous day. I know you hey, have. I'm out. I'm out, ready to go jog, and you have me stop singing to her. So. Yeah. I mean, open up your diaphragm and, you know, get it out. Get it out. Yeah. Excellent. And enjoy that jog. But yes, Sinead, I want you to have a wonderful day today. Do what makes you happy today. It's all about Sinead today, right? Okay. So. Thank you. You are so welcome. Lebanon to invite the U.S. to mediate Israel maritime border talks. And this story comes courtesy of Al Jazeera out of Beirut to Lebanon. Lebanon has agreed to call on the United States to resume mediating indirect maritime border talks. This is after a ship arrived in disputed waters to produce gas for Israel. President Michel Aoun and caretaker Prime Minister Najib Mikati met on Monday and agreed to invite United States Senior Energy, Energy Advisor and mediator Amos to Beirut. The Israeli Defense Ministry said the dispute will be resolved through American mediation. Lebanon and Israel do not have diplomatic relations and are officially enemies. A vessel operated by Energian arrived in disputed waters on Sunday to produce gas for Israel, angering Lebanese officials. Israeli authorities say the area known as the Karish Field falls under its exclusive economic zone. Lebanon says part of the field falls within its claimed maritime territory under negotiation. A previous round of talks to resolve the decades-long dispute began in October 2020 at UN Peacekeeping Forces headquarters in southern Lebanon. But the negotiations stalled within weeks. Can I ask a question? Why do we have the UN if the US is the um, end-all? They're the decision makers. They're the mediators. They say, why do we need the UN then? Explain that to me. Can't somebody else take on the task of mediation? The US has enough on its plate right now. When I think that we have a huge problem, vaccinations being thrown out because there is no funding, but we have funding for other people's business. We have issues to clean up here. Can we mediate on stuff we have going on here? Can um, Lebanon and Israel call on somebody else? Can somebody else do the mediation for us, please? We're kind of busy on this side. Our plate is full. To the point that our issues are being ignored. We're paying more attention to global issues than we are to what's going on trying to remedy the, the, the things we have going on right here. I don't know. We're in everybody's business. But I'm going to drink water and mind my business. U.S. warns of forceful response if North Korea tests nuclear weapon. U.S. Deputy Secretary of State Wendy Sherman has said there would be a forceful response from the United States, South Korea, and the world if North Korea were to conduct a nuclear test. Any nuclear test would be in complete violation of UN Security Council resolutions 
And there would be a swift and forceful response to such a test, Sherman told reporters on Tuesday. Sherman added, the entire world will respond in a strong and clear manner. I, I did not sign up for that, Sherman. Count me out. Not the entire world. Count me out. I did not sign up for any, any nothing, nothing. Le let me be. Leave me alone in my little corner of the world here. Don't, don't, don't say the entire world. There are growing concerns that North Korea, which has conducted an unprecedented number of missile launches this year, will soon test a nuclear weapon for the first time since 2017. On Monday, South Korea and U.S. forces fired eight surface-to-surface -surface missiles off South Korea's east coast a day after Pyongyang unleashed a barrage of short-range ballistic missiles. The International Atomic Energy Agency has said that North Korean moves to expand key facilities at its main nuclear site at Yongbyon continue to advance. Um, can we rephrase the, the entire world and be specific as to which countries are going to step up if um, North Korea violates? Because certainly um, Jamaica is my country of birth. I know Jamaica can't step up. I know the Caribbean islands can't step up. So be very specific, you know, as to which countries you classify as the world. You're kind of sounding like some people in the States who think um, the U.S. is the world, right? Um, no, let's get that clear, um, Wendy. And um, we need money here in this country because making an, a, a statement like that, a forceful statement like that, um, means you're emptying our pockets even more. We're already struggling. How much are you paying for gas over there, Sunet? Because we're at almost $5 here in Florida. Um, current gas is about five, six. Um, it was six or seven I paid last time. So $85 to fill my tank. It was empty. Hmm. Okay. I can't do any more. Um... And that's regular. I don't do the, the middle. I do the very far end regular. I feel you. That's what we do. But here's the thing. Um, yesterday, I went into Publix. Now, every Thursday, they renew the buy one, get one free deals. I live for buy one, get one free. If it weren't for buy one, get one free, I don't know how we would eat. Because I have four um, gourmandizers, right? Plus my husband, five. Five gourmandizers in the house. I barely eat anything. So, you you know, my my portion is insignificant. But with buy one, get one free, the cart not even full, half full, if I might add, $170. I get home, you take the bags out, you're looking at the grocery, you put them on the counter to pack them away, and I'm like, okay, where is the $170? A pakabula. Bulla? How much a pack of bulla in Jamaica? Cheap, right? A pack of bulla cost me four dollars. With four bulla in the bag. So a dollar. Oh, what? And I love bulla with my, with my ginger tea. Yeah. Four dollars. Something that used to be a little bit shy of three dollars. Four dollars. I told you already about the hard old bread. $5 and change. And the size of the bread shrunk. I'm over it. 
Y'all need to figure out. Find a recipe. Find the recipe moments. We're gonna make bake some bulla in the kitchen. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to do something. I'm not a baker. I really am not a baker. I will try, but I'm not a baker. But even the ingredients, even the, even the ingredients are gonna be expensive to, to do at home. That's that is true too. That is true too. That but, I mean, ginger, ginger. I I tried it one time. It came out all right. Um, I think you needed the molasses, or I forgot what made it dark. I think it's molasses and ginger, of course, for the flavor. I like them. With, that's that's how I like them. Uh, but I would buy it for four dollars, moments, because I can't find it over here at all. So I will gladly spend that four dollars for some bullet cake, and I don't have to do spend a few hours in the kitchen. <laughs> I know I just double talked. I did. No, that's all right. So you know what my family's and guess what school is out. School is out, folks. Effective. Well, this week they go to school. I'm going, I'm going to the same thing. I got I got four boys home from college, and they're all for athletes. They eat like crazy, so I have to be going grocery shopping twice a month. And listen, I went Saturday, and everything that we bought Saturday is already done. So it's crazy. <laughs> I, I was laughing when you said twice a month when you have four grown men in your house. So, excuse me, five. How, how are you even spreading that out? No, no, no. I'm thinking you have to go twice a week when you have four men in your house. What are you talking about? Exactly. Good morning. Good morning, Javette. So you have to do what my cousin is doing. She's hiding the food. <laughs> She's not just leaving it out in the open so they can just eat it. Listen, I, 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 somebody needs to cut me a check for the summer because they're going to eat us out of house and home. Now, um, here's what's going to be going on in my kitchen. On the weekends, especially on a Saturday, Marlon, because I don't do, I don't, me not make dumpling people, me not in the flour thing, me not mix up flour, me not make dumpling. I don't care what y'all want to say about me. So Marlon is going to make fried dumplings on a Saturday, a big pile leave them on the stove <laughs> and then go and eat that throughout the day and drink water and fill them belly right um <laughs> during the week um during the week it's gonna be a lot of pasta you know yeah i have a lot of pasta sauce because of buy one get one free i'm just waiting for the pasta to go on sale but you know failing it doesn't go on sale um i'll go to um bj's and get a case because they're going to be eating a lot of pasta, a lot of mince, a lot of chicken breasts, and cut it up real small. Yeah, that's how we're going to do so it. That's to what I did. So that's what I did. I got a lot of chicken breasts, a lot of burgers, and I said, here's the grill. When you guys are hungry, throw a burger, hot dog, whatever you are, on the grill and go, go do That's all I have to do. Mm-hmm. Just buy a bunch of hot dogs, burgers, and chicken breasts. I said, guys, there it is. When you're hungry, go do it. Yeah. And they will still do it. And when they're done, they're like, okay, what's for dinner? I'm like, huh? <laughs> you get that too, right? The minute they see me in the kitchen, Andel, what are you making? I'm getting a glass of water. What are you making? I'm grabbing a snack. What are you making? And they will just eat breakfast and then ask you, what's for dinner? Uh, it, it, it's 12 o'clock. We're not there yet. Slow down. Pump your brakes. But here's the thing, though. I must say, I don't fix breakfast for them when they're on holiday. They help themselves. They know how to do their own eggs. 
they know how to one knows how to make oatmeal porridge one knows how to do cornmeal porridge they no i do not don't talk to me i'm not helping you help yourselves right and tied up the kitchen when you're done that's the next thing i'm sure i won't be the only parent screaming this summer about why is the kitchen dirty yeah so after the music break we're going to come back with news out of north america there's a little bit more afro beats for you all right About this girl we had just met She looking fly, yeah she looking It's the boys looking like money right from my head down to my feet eh? She didn't smile at me, oh. I don't really know what it means oh. See I'm in a bit of a limbo But still I will make a move on this young lady Can I get your number, girl? Can I get your number, girl? Can I get your number, girl? Me I wanna call you up See I want your number, girl Listeners logged on to QMZRadio.com, JohnNoRadio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I am Moments with me, and you're listening to Coffee and Toe World News on the Go every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Today, we're, you know, visiting the continent. We're all Afrobeats today. We started off the day with a little Ama Piano. This group, <clears throat> excuse me, duo they're not truly a group right 
How many people does it take to consist of a group, to make up a group? Is it two or more or three or more? I consider two people a duo. But anyway, they are two young ladies out of South Africa. I stumbled upon them um, in their early days during the pandemic, right? They were flaunting themselves around social media. And I don't mean flaunting in a bad way, but they were um, making themselves, <clears throat> excuse me, known on social media through fashion first, right? You know, clothes, that sort of thing. But then they, I think with the pandemic, <clears throat> excuse me, they started going more into DJing. Came across them. Their name is TXC. Two young ladies, very young ladies out of South Africa. And I have followed their growth. Um, people make fun of I'm a piano DJs saying they're not really DJs. Well, make fun all you want because they're laughing all the way to the bank. They have had endorsements. They have traveled throughout the continent of Africa. They have traveled to Europe. Um, they have been to the U.S. They have um, played on major stages um, with artists, you know, the huge artists from out of Africa. TXC, they now have their first song out. Yeah, proud of them. What I like is that they're grounded because family travels with them. Yep, so it kind of keeps them, you know, their head out of the clouds and on earth. But I'm saying all of that to say this. Don't let anybody dissuade you. A lot of times when people are going to look at you and say to you, oh, you know, mm, no, you, that's not going to work. Don't bother that. Don't waste time. Now somebody's doing that. That don't make no sense. That don't sound good. That don't look good. Stop and think for a minute. Who is doing the criticizing? Number one. Why are they criticizing? Do they mean you well? Or are they trying to stop you from reaching your destiny because of their own fears and their failures and their failure to launch themselves, to propel themselves? It's inevitable. You're going to have people who will say to you, oh, that not make no sense. Oh, no bother with that. That not going go anywhere. You have to have the naysayers. They are there for a reason. Let's not forget that. Some people call them haters, whatever you want to refer to them as. But you have to have them because they are there to help you determine how badly you want something. Are you going to fold or are you going to pursue? Right? They were criticized. Oh, I'm a piano um DJs ain't going anywhere. Nobody's going to listen to you all. Well, pandemic, we've what, two years in? 2020, yeah, two years in. Look at where they are. They believed in themselves. The people closest to them believed in them. Surround yourself with people who believe in you, but you have to believe in yourself first. I can't believe in you more than you believe in yourself. It's impossible. Trust the talents that God has blessed you with. Trust what's planted in you. Those are seeds. 
It's not going to be easy, but you can get there. Put on the horse blinders so you can have that tunnel vision. Learn to block out naysayers and take constructive criticism. You have to know how to decipher through discernment what is good and what is meant to tear you down. Criticism is important. Don't think you know everything. But ensure the criticism you're getting is constructive. Do not surround yourself with people who only find problems. That gets you nowhere. You're trying to progress on a dream, a vision, a plan, and all you're hearing is the negative and everybody coming up with problems and situations. No. Highlight the issues but also provide solutions. That's what you need around you. People who are willing to brainstorm with you or even brainstorm for you because sometimes we are so clouded, especially people who are creatives. You're so wrapped up in what to create next. So surround yourself with the right set of people. Walk away from negativity. If someone isn't going to uplift you, if someone isn't going to make you shine in a way or help you to shine, you don't really need them around you. All right, so that's my speech for today. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> and now it's time for stories out of North America. Following a disciplinary hearing, the 911 dispatcher accused of hanging up on a caller reporting the mass shooting inside the Topps supermarket in Buffalo, New York last month was terminated. According to Peter Anderson, a spokesman for the Erie County Executive's Office, the dispatcher, who had spent eight years with the Erie County Central Police Services Department, had been on administrative leave since May 16, while the mishandled call was investigated. On Thursday... Anderson said the dispatcher was fired and was no longer employed as an Erie County Police Complaint Writer. The Buffalo News identified the terminated employee as Sheila E. Ayers, even though she was not named by the department. And we all remember how that story went. The operator received the call through 911 and was being whispered to, being asked to send help. But she proceeded in a very nasty tone and said, I can't hear you. Why are you whispering? You don't have to whisper. They can't hear you. She failed. I don't know if just losing her job is enough. I don't know, but I don't want to be the one to make the call. I really don't know. Does she just lose her job and it ends there? Or should more action be taken against her? Eight years on the job. They did say that you have training, you know when someone is in distress and you know that if someone is whispering that you do not delay. It means that there is heightened risk in that situation. I came across a video this morning on TikTok and I, I <laughs> you know what, let me leave that alone. But it had me raising my eyebrow like the rock. The retired officer 
Yeah. Do you know that he had invented or no 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 let me let me let me get it right because i'm gonna go dumpster diving and i'm gonna play the video but anyway um he was on the verge you're right you're right you're right you call the right word invented and patented ah he submitted his patent not approved yet for a vehicle that can run on water just a month before his death he was on tv he did a news interview. Yeah. For a moment, you know that he's not the first to do it. Right? No, he's not. When I when I saw it, I was like, but Jamaican guy who did it before. There's a Jamaican mechanical engineer that actually did it and had the taxi drivers in Jamaica. They did a project had the taxi drivers in Jamaica driving using water. You can actually go check it out on YouTube. Um, I'm, I'm pulling it up here. I found the video. I'm going to play it. Bear with me one moment. Let me transfer it over here. Do I know? Yeah, that, that, that's me. <laughs> you ever type in your own phone number and forget it sometimes? You're like, is that my number? Doesn't look right. But uh, I'm going to play the video because I don't want to, um, yeah. And I think you know where I'm headed. <laughs> Wow, what can I say? Okay, I, I got it transferred. Let me see if I can save it. Buffalo shooting that just happened. Make sure you watch until the end. It gets interesting. So if you didn't know, this guy here woke up and drove 200 miles to a grocery store in Buffalo, New York, shooting and killing 10 people and injuring three others. Now, among the people who were killed was a guy named Aaron Salters, and this is where things get a bit interesting. Now, what caught my attention about this is that Mr. Salters was just on the news about a month ago explaining an invention he made, which was an engine that runs completely off water, no fuel needed. A completely hydrogen fuel system. And we all know what happened to the last person who decided to come forth with an invention similar to this one. Before Buffalo police rushed to Topps Friendly Market Saturday, there was Aaron Salter, the security guard, killed as he served and protected. Aaron Salter, 55, retired Buffalo police officer. Loved electric cars. Loved electric cars. He built a lab in his garage where he spent countless hours working to develop an engine that could run on water. Develop an engine that could run on water. It's not running off a gas fuel. No, there's no gas. Well, I can't uh, tell you how I use it. I do have a uh, a patent pending. A local inventor has discovered a way. Hear this: to use water to run your car. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I'm. I'm just gonna leave that right there. Just gonna leave that one right. Okay, NYPD investigating threats of school shooting. Suspect posted names of would-be victims online. A person claiming to be a student at an elite Brooklyn high school has threatened to shoot it up, and police are now investigating the threat that was posted on social media. I'm going to shoot up my school, Millennium Brooklyn High School, New York, with an MP15 assault rifle and a Glock 17 pistol, with hundreds of rounds of ammunition in a few weeks and live stream it on my Instagram, the person wrote, and the site 
how do you pronounce O-M-E-G-L-E? First, I'm hearing about this site. Is it Omegle? First, I'm hearing about that site. But anyway, they wrote it on that site on Thursday. An employee at the Park Slope School reported the post to police at 9 a.m. on Friday. We're investigating it, said Detective Denise Moroni. The post also said the shooter would blast dancing military style and ABBA Gimme Gimme Eurobeat music during the shooting. I hope to take at least 15 to 30 people with me, mostly in the classrooms or hallways, plus plus some people fleeing the building, the post said. The alleged wannabe shooter also vowed to not surrender to police and said they would shoot through the windows to get them And before I do it, I'll send a link to my stream to everyone. The person then wrote the names of more than a dozen students that would be killed, the New York Post reported. An employee from Park Slope Collegiate sent parents an email informing them about the threat. Last night, an unknown person posted a threat to one of the schools on our campus. The post appears to have been copied and pasted from social media threats that have been made in previous months to schools throughout our area. But it does include the school's name and the names of some students. And we're taking the threat seriously. Since the Robb Elementary School shooting that occurred in Uvalde, Texas, there has been a series of mass shootings for both Long Island and New York City schools. Even if these are idle threats, these people these students need to be reprimanded. They need to understand that you cannot go around doing this. You cannot go around driving fear into people, having people go through anxiety attacks. It's not, no, no, no. We have to continue having conversations with our children. See something, say something. Immediately. Be cognizant of your surroundings. Be on high alert. Right here in uh, Miami-Dade, for the last three days of school, no backpacks, no book bags are allowed, no bags whatsoever are allowed. And as much as we might say, if we take steps to protect our children and protect ourselves, then it will further delay the authorities and the leaders and Congress to to institute the measures that we're requiring. But at the same time, if we don't do something, who's to know what can happen next? So in Miami-Dade County, the public schools, you're not allowed to bring any bags to school. They have stepped up police presence at schools. Well, where I am, I can only speak for the area I am in. And I appreciate it. Whatever the schools, whatever steps the schools can take to help us, to relieve some of our fears, because yes, you hear me here every day, but I do worry about my two children who are in high school. I worry about them. I worry about other children as well. May may it be a safe day for them. May they get there and get home back to their parents. So, 
Thank you, Miami-Dade, for doing that. And thank you, NYPD, for stepping up. And I hope all states will follow suit. Do not take threats lightly. Do not say that, well, the person hasn't done anything yet, so we can't make any advances. This is not the time for that. Whether the threat is serious or not, I really don't care. Let's get on top of it. Because the day you decide to ignore a threat, as we have seen before many a times, the day you decide to ignore a threat is the day that tragedy happens. Children, stop the foolishness. Young people, cut it out. It's not worth putting yourself in the system. It's not worth putting your parents through the embarrassment. A federal judge in Oklahoma on Monday ruled the state's three-drug lethal injection method is constitutional, paving the way for the state to request execution dates for more than two dozen death row inmates who were plaintiffs in the case. Judge Stephen Friot's ruling followed a six-day federal trial earlier this year in which attorneys for 28 death row inmates argued the first of the three drugs, midazolam, is not adequate to render an inmate unable to feel pain and creates a risk of severe pain and suffering that violates the U.S. Constitution's Eighth Amendment prohibiting cruel and unusual punishment. The prerequisites of a successful lethal injection challenge under the Eighth Amendment have been made clear by the Supreme Court, Friot wrote, citing three earlier rulings on the death penalty. He continued, the plaintiff inmates have fallen well short of clearing the bar set by the Supreme Court. Jennifer Moreno, one of the attorneys for the death row inmates, said they are still assessing their options for an appeal of the judge's ruling to the 10th U.S. District Court of Appeals in Denver. The district court's decision ignores the overwhelming evidence presented at trial that Oklahoma's execution protocol, both as written and as implemented, creates an unacceptable risk that prisoners will experience severe pain and suffering, Moreno said in a statement. Oklahoma Attorney General John O'Connor's office did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Question for the room. If someone commits mass murder, or mass murders, let me get that right, and they're taken down, meaning taken into custody, and they're sitting on death row, why is it we should be concerned about the pain and suffering that they're going to feel while going through um, the execution process? Were they concerned for the lives that they um, eliminated? Were they concerned about the suffering and pain, the pain and suffering that their victims endured? Morning. Good morning, naturalist. For me, that's actually that's actually a very easy, easy answer. If you had a judicial system that you truly had faith in, that really dished out law evenly towards everyone, then you could say, you know what? uh let's let, let's just um kill somebody well i'm personally um is against the death penalty 
and I, and I cannot understand that how uh, you could be so self-righteous. If you look to o Oklahoma, I believe they're one of those states where uh, they have they have strict abortion restriction because you know a life is is valuable and you know we respect life. And I think I personally think a life is a life. So even though they have done they have done wrong things, I don't think we should go around taking life. So it's like well, I'm, I'm you know I'm pro-life in, in in many in many ways. But I do, you know, give a lady a choice to do what she wants with her with her own body. But yeah, if you had an even judicial system, I would say no question asked. But we don't know, sir. There are many folks who are on that road that are totally um innocent. They just did because of their financial situation. Of course, there are some that that are guilty. But you know, I don't want to take, have the chance of taking one innocent life just to take on a guilty person's life. So yeah, I land right there. Thank you, Natural. Let's respect your point of view. I agree. There are people on death row who should not be there. I do agree with that. Falsely um, accused. Incorrect judgment handed down because of their financial situation. I agree with that. But if there is, without a doubt, evidence that is presented and these people are in fact guilty. Let us say they even admit guilt to the crimes that they have committed. And the law says death sentence, right? Through lethal injection. Should that person really be concerned about the pain and suffering they're going to feel? Let's talk about the people who admit, not the ones who are still up for question now. So let's hone in on those. Should they have the right to decide if they want to feel the pain and suffering or go peacefully without pain and suffering? You know, although you said, you know, those who admit back to history again, there are a lot of people who have admitted to crimes they did not commit. So, <laughs> <laughs> Good you know, I'm not making these things. It, it, it is just facts, you know. True. If people who are, just like our kids are forced to do things that outside their character um folks have been to crime because sometimes you know it, it's it's easier uh they may they may get less time um i'm not sure how many folks have actually admitted to committing murder um but folks have admitted to um committing um, the crimes that they have not committed because and they were forced to by the authorities so i don't know i think we can find a better solution than the death penalty in my opinion all right because it, it, does, it does not work it does not uh, work know, okay it does not work. If you look at Texas, they carry they carry the most execution in the, in the country, and they still get a crime problem. Mm. Mm. Okay, interesting point there. Wasn't aware of that where Texas is concerned. So we go back to the drawing board. <laughs> I know someone opened their mic. Go right ahead. Oh, Jeanette, it, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, it was me. Uh, yeah, we have the death penalty in Texas, but how long do they live in the jail before they actually get the death penalty? And then they can actually appeal again. So they live for a long time. Stay mm. off execution. Touchy subject. Touchy subject indeed. Um, but you're right, the hypocrisy too. You're pro-life when it comes to abortion but you're not pro-life when it comes to the death penalty. Make your mind up. Interesting. Great debate point, I tell you that. 
<laughs> Dr. Thomas Dobbs has never gotten involved. I, I struggle with you saying the word gotten. And here's why I struggle with saying the word gotten, folks. Forgive me. My mother, she's an English language. Besides Spanish, she taught English language and English literature. And she said, there's no word as gotten. So that's been beaten into my head since I was a child. So I do struggle with the word gotten. But anyway, Dr. Thomas Dobbs has never got involved in political fights over reproductive health. But his name has become shorthand for a legal case that could end abortion rights in the United States. If he has feelings about the situation, he pretty much keeps those to himself. Mississippi's top public health official is named in Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization, a dispute over a state law that would ban most abortions after the 15th week, but that would be used or could be used to overturn Roe versus Wade. A leaked draft of a U.S. Supreme Court opinion shows a conservative majority of justices are ready to use the case to topple the court's landmark 1973 ruling that established abortion rights nationwide. Dobbs, 52, is a physician in charge of the state health department, which regulates Mississippi's only abortion clinic. As the state's chief health officer, he is the person who must be named in any lawsuit related to abortion or other health issues, he explained recently in a post on Twitter. So while the name at the center of the abortion debate could eventually change from Roe to Dobbs, it is not the health officer, but the state attorney general's office that is handling the state's case. He wrote in the post, I had no direct involvement in any component of this legal action. Liz Charlotte, communications director for the state health department, confirmed Dobbs's strictly nominal role and denied a request from the Associated Press to interview him because she said he did not personally initiate this case. So how does he go about getting his name removed? Because even though his position forces his name to be involved, isn't there anything that can be done legally to have one's name removed? from th this kind of case especially if you you have no say you you you, you try to uh, your utmost to avoid um being involved i don't think that's fair he's the person who must be named because he's the physician in charge of the state health department you know something the more you read the more you learn right Certain things I would never want to, certain jobs, certain roles, certain functions I would never want. Comes with too much, too much responsibility. VP Harris looks to show her clout at the summit of the Americas. Vice President Kamala Harris will have an opportunity to connect with leaders from Latin America and the Caribbean as she welcomes them to her home state this week for the summit of the Americas. But whether she can demonstrate her clout at the Hemisphere's premier gathering, being held on U.S. soil for the first time since 1994, remains an open question. Since Joe Biden's days crisscrossing Latin America as vice president, the region's leaders have come to expect direct access to powerful interlocutors inside the White House. However, other than Harris taking on the thankless task of addressing the root causes of migration, for which progress has been slow, 
The region has seen little of her, a symptom, experts say, of larger U.S. neglect of the region. In recent days, she and the president have been working the phones to shore up attendance among leftist leaders who have been critical of the U.S. decision to exclude the authoritarian governments of Cuba, Nicaragua, and Venezuela from the, from the Los Angeles summit. But the effort has yielded few results. Among those staying home are the presidents of Mexico, Guatemala, and Honduras. I think they left out one too. Isn't there an Eastern Caribbean um, leader who isn't going? I think they left one out of that story. But the effort St. is... St. Vincent. St. Vincent, that's right. Thank you, Sinead. But the effort has yielded few um, results. Yeah. Brian Winter, vice president of the Council of the Americas, said Harris got off on the wrong foot as Biden's point person assigned to address the root social and economic causes driving migrants to the U.S. In a May 2021 policy speech delivered to Winter's International Business Group from Washington, Harris, a former California prosecutor, mentioned corruption no fewer than 10 times, stirring resentment in a region where leaders are sensitive to taking lectures from U.S. policymakers. Corruption is a huge problem, but clearly there are more delicate ways to handle this, said Winter. A lot of doors closed even before she got on the ground. Harris's biggest achievement in the region to date is having helped secure commitments from U.S. companies to invest $1.2 billion in Central America, where every year hundreds of thousands of mostly young adults flee gang violence and crushing poverty. On Tuesday, she announced more than $1.9 billion in commitments aimed at using the private sector to create jobs that foster economic growth and discourage young Central American adults from abandoning their homes. I'm still waiting for an invite for um, Cuba, Venezuela, and Nicaragua. And the reason I'm saying that is because of the story that's going to come up when we get to the um, segment, Latin American stories. Yeah, I don't think they, they need to close that door because there is a huge problem. And their leaders being there, again, I'm a, being a broken record, can help coming up after the music break we do have business and tech news and health and science news here's a little bit more afro beats for us as we enjoy tuesday Yeah, she gon' give me that one step. 
Uh, fancy all up on you, what you want? Uh, ten times, so I'll call you my ajama. Bad like Megan, you a style. What you want? Uh, fancy all up on you, what you want? Pretty face, your hair like Eva. You ain't insecure yeah. like Esau. She can be independent, she a boss, I like that But still I'm spending, I don't mind the cost Go buy that, just send a letter if I'm ever locked She read that, we ain't together but we're somewhere up She can never own my Glock, be shot Ain't no top shot, money long for them The way she use my coots card, give me oxygen But I don't feel up two cards, ain't no problem I look too tight, ain't nobody with I know fit tired for you, but I like that, say I know do So daily man, I calm down, man down for only Many, many man, they try to whine you I don't really mind, they just, they whine me Many, many girls, they try to whine me Baby, no go whine them, just be whine me Many, many man, they try to whine you I don't really mind, they just, they whine me Many, many girls, they try to whine me Baby, no go mind them, just be whine me So me say, Jawa, Jawa Look into my eyes, oh baby, Jawa Will you be my wife, oh baby, Jawa Baby, oh yeah, raga, raga, raga for me, Jawa Look into my eyes, oh baby, Jawa Will you be my wife, oh baby, Jawa Baby Jojo, my baby Jojo My baby Jojo, Jawa Amina, Zomana Ansamijo, Jensimina Thank you to all our listeners logged on to QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I am Moments With Me, and you're listening to Coffee Intel, World News on the Go, every Monday through Friday starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Coming up, we now have business and tech news. American Airlines announced they are parking 100 jets due to the pilot shortage. The pilot shortage constantly increases, forcing most airlines to cancel flights. On Friday, American Airlines CEO Robert Issam says the airline is grounding about 100 regional jets. There is a supply and demand imbalance right now, and it really is within the regional carrier ranks, he said. We have probably 100 aircraft, almost 100 aircraft, that are not productive right now, that are not flying. The grounded planes are smaller and carry about 50 and 76 passengers. Nevertheless, ISOM said to compensate for the parked airplanes, they are flying larger regional aircraft like the Embraer 175. ISOM also added that the airline is currently hiring 2,000 pilots. He believes if there are appropriate incentives and there is the kind of compensation that attracts people to the industry, then this is something that can be remedied. ISOM isn't the only CEO that has been feeling the effects of the shortage. In April, Republic Airways asked the FAA for permission to hire pilots from its training academy. Pilots currently need 1,500 hours to be hired. However, Republic Airways is trying to decrease that to 750 hours. Republic is not proposing overturning the 1,500-hour rule or weakening safety. To the contrary, we are proposing a more intensive, mission-specific training pathway 
similar to what is permitted for military pilots under current law. In December, United Airlines also announced they are grounding 100 jets because of the shortage. The pilot shortage for the industry is real, United CEO said, and most airlines are simply not going to be able to realize their capacity plans because there simply aren't enough pilots, at least not for the next five plus years. How many pilots got laid off during the pandemic and weren't the airline um, carriers incentivized with a bailout plan during the pandemic? But they still went ahead and laid off a lot of the airline staff. Am I wrong or am I right? Or am I imagining this? A lot of the airlines got bailouts, right, to keep them going, meaning they were to continue paying their employees. Am I wrong or am I right? Somebody correct me. No, you're right. Okay. They got the money, but they still laid off many employees. So technically, these airlines created the problem. And now they're scrambling. I don't agree with cutting hours temporarily to 750. If it's 1,500 hours, it's 1,500 hours. You know how many feet you up in the air? That's no easy drop. And I don't think intensifying the training is going to help. You don't want to do a crash course because that is what it is. If you're going to slash it in half and then propose a more intensive mission-specific training pathway, uh, hello, hello, um, that's a crash course. It's like saying to a cardiologist, you know you need 10 years of training, right? But um, just two years because we need you to. And then patients end up dead because they don't have all the training that they need to have. Would we be comfortable with that? Many may say, but guess what? When you, you, know, you meet with them, you don't know how much experience they have. I get it. But now that it's at the forefront, I do have concerns. Never should have laid those pilots off. So aren't they able to recruit the pilots that they laid off? Or the pilots said, nah, mm-mm, we're good over here. We're all right. You got rid of us, we'll stay gone. I have concerns. Now, the other concern is it's going to cost the airlines more money in the long run. And here is why. When you ground planes, just like if you park your car and not drive it for a while, parts go bad. Cars were made to be driven. Planes were made to be flown. Right? If a plane is sitting there, in a hangar or just parked on the the tarmac, parts are going to go bad. And guess what? You're going to need money to repair those parts. Crystallization takes place because there's rubber involved, right? So do what y'all need to do, I guess. I would say try going back for those pilots or... um. Well, yeah, they're doing that already, so no point in me suggesting that. They're already um, 
using larger planes to move more people, larger groups of people. Unless you um, shift the larger planes to international so they can double up on cargo and then go to the small... I don't know. I'm just thinking outside the box here. I don't know. Yeah. Y'all created the problem. Y'all need to fix it. Elon Musk threatens to walk away from Twitter deal due to lack of data on spam and fake accounts. On Monday, Elon Musk has threatened to walk away from his Twitter purchase, accusing the social media platform of breaking the merger agreement by refusing to provide data on spam and fake accounts that he had asked for. Did y'all hear that he was asking for all Twitter um, staff who worked remotely to get back to the office? Y'all heard that, right? Okay. You did I heard of it sideways. <laughs> I heard of it sideways, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know why he's doing that, right? So remember, and I'm just going to put it in my words, he doesn't want to pay the $44 billion that he opened up his mouth about. So he is now looking for ways and means to cut the value down to pay less. If you force people to come back into the office, what do you think is going to happen? The great resignation all over again. There you go. And with the great resignation, what happens? The company won't have to do what? Pay out a severance package. There you go. Just like that. You bring them back into the office. Staff is disgruntled. The great resignation. God! Smart move for any business owner, I tell you that. Frustrate the life out of your employees so you don't have to pay them a severance. They'll go and file for unemployment and only get a small amount of money every week that they have to do recertification for. Give up their blood and their urine analysis. Tell them when you went to bed and when you woke up. Yeah. Musk said in a letter to Twitter's head of legal policy and trust that Twitter is actively resisting and thwarting his information rights. This is a clear material breach of Twitter's obligations under the merger agreement. Mr. Musk reserves all rights resulting from there, including his right not to consummate the transaction and his right to terminate the merger agreement, Musk's attorney wrote. Musk has asked that Twitter provide information regarding its testing procedures to back up its claim that bots and fake accounts make up less than 5% of total active users. In addition, Musk has stated he will make his independent assessment using Twitter data. During the early Monday trade, Twitter's stock plunged 5% even before this latest development. Twitter shares traded considerably below Musk's $54.20 per share takeover offer, signaling investor uncertainty about the deal's success. Musk has previously stated the acquisition cannot be completed until the company provides proof of its spam, spam metric. Now, what's the percentage he's assuming? He wants them to show less than 5% of the active users, right? Is that gonna, how much does less than 5% equate to in dollars and cents? Nobody's telling me what that is. 
I speak dollars and cents, yes. Nobody's telling me what 5% equates to. And I would like to know what it is. Because if I know what that figure is, then I can say, oh, okay, I see why he's pushing to get the revelation. But all we're hearing about is the percentage. What is this um, 5%? Um, what is it? Really, what does it equate to? Can somebody tell me what it is? Somebody please release that information to me because that 5% seems to be a significant, seems to have a significant dollar value attached to it. Why he is playing this game. And I think he's playing a game at this point. I feel it. Go ahead, Sonette. I think you're right. He's playing a game. He's trying to find any way he can to get out of this deal. And he's going to find excuse after excuse because he really has no intent of purchasing Twitter. Yeah. But I would make a recommendation to well, the I mean, I said, I said that before. I said that before in here that he um, he truly never want or didn't, don't want to purchase Twitter. I said that before. He was just talk. But when he, it got to a point where he would look stupid. He's, he's, you know, he went ahead, but now trying to find every angle to get out. Um, Ando, why doesn't he then just walk away, or why doesn't Twitter just say, you know what, we don't want to deal with you anymore? I mean, SEC might be an issue. Might be happy on him for you know because the SEC can go after him for you know for that because um of what happened. Because um what he did, especially with the shares and all that stuff and tanking, that's 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 uh securities violation. You know what I mean? So. But if he finds flaws and find ways to and loopholes to get out, then you know he won't come back at them. Hmm. Okay, yeah. Make, that makes sense. That makes sense. All right, thank you, thank you so much, Sonette. Thank you, Andel. iPhone users can finally unsend and edit messages. Apple unveiled some huge features in store for the future of iOS today. One of the most significant updates in iOS history includes being able to delete a sent text message and edit the message that was sent. Yay! SharePlay is also coming to messages, making it possible to enjoy synced content like movies or songs and shared playback controls, all while, while chatting it up in messages, Apple said this in an announcement. Per the Apple release, iOS 16 is a big release with updates that will change the way you experience iPhone. I'm here for it. Apple's Senior Vice President of Software Engineering, Craig Federighi, and I hope I did not butcher his name, said, we have re reimagined how the lock screen looks and works with exciting new features that make it more personal and helpful. Introduced iCloud shared photo library for families, streamlined communication through new capabilities in messages and mail, and harnessed enhanced intelligence with updates to live text and visual lookup. With personalized lock screens, notifications will now appear at the bottom, scrolling and rotating in the order they came. Live text and visual lookup enhancements will allow users to pause a video in their library and interact with the text. Apple Wallet now adds pay later and can set up installments through your phone to pay over time, similar to Klarna and Afterpay. 
Finally, a new generation of CarPlay will be available. Instead of CarPlay appearing on your selected screen in the car, it will appear across the whole dashboard. Interesting. The new features will be available for iPhone 8 and up. So no, if you have your iPhone, you don't have to go ahead and get rid of it. No, for iPhone 8 and up. The update will likely be released along with a new generation of iPhones in September in true Apple manner. Oh, they have a new generation coming out in September? Oh, oh okay. Every September. Grand Rising. Grand Rising. Uh, uh, Marlon, we, we traded out too quick. <laughs> so we have iPhone 20. <laughs> oh. I have a workaround. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So Twitter users react to new unsent feature on iMessage. Good morning, by the way, Apple. My apologies. My bad manners. Oh, my <laughs> Apple just released its iOS 16 update, which includes a range of new features, which we just spoke about. But what really has people talking is the new unsend message feature for iPhone message users. Now, iPhone users can delete those risky drunk texts and screenshots as though they never happened. And the comments are hilarious. I got, I, I'm going to pull up a couple of the comments because I was cracking up. Um, let me go back to the link here. Oh, do, 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 do. Visit your website, Twitter, and let's go let's find it let's find it did i hold on what did i do now i can't find this okay here no no no. that's not it don't get ahead of yourself moments don't get ahead of yourself uh, oh by the way you know amber alert feature will be added on instagram to help find missing children right um in case you didn't know yeah, I think I'm at story on Friday or on Monday. Yeah, well, guess what? It seems as though we're ahead of the game, right? Because this news outlet is just updating their platform with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here, I found the link. Okay, here we go. So here are some of the comments. iOS 16 about to, come on, thing, work with me, about to allow you to unsend text messages. Know your worth, kings, and snatch them. Good morning, text back. <laughs> Apple Finna, Finna, F I N N A. Apple Finna. Okay. You're right. You're right. Finna. It's Finna. Finna. It's Finna too. It's, yeah. Oh, okay. Apple, Apple Finna, let us unsend iMessages. Bow to talk my blank to my boss, then, okay, bow to spaz on my boss and then delete immediately. Being able to unsend iMessage is going to be crazy for people during drunk summer nights. No more dating in 2022. Men about to gain the ability to unsend iMessages. Ooh. Mm. Apple making it easy to unsend them 2 a.m. you up text. <laughs> oh, so, so I do it like, I do it like WhatsApp. Just that WhatsApp kind of a little limit, time limit. Um, if you know. What 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 the time limit again? Uh, I don't know. Maybe a minute or a couple of seconds, something. Like so I don't remember. Um, if it takes too long, it won't be able to delete the mess. Um, delete the message for everyone. <laughs> Apple, listen to this one. Not Apple letting you unsend messages. Woo, child! I can see the cheaters now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the feature. I'm gonna stand up there. I'm gonna be the one waving my hand. 
that is a that is not a good feature because just because of that people <laughs> are going to be deceitful yes, yes if i spell something wrong sometimes i feel bad like darn i spelled that wrong yes and i wish i could take it away and recreate it but then you know what i do type the correct spelling just below that i don't like that feature <laughs> y'all a- gonna be out here doing all kind of terrible things Apple chat's going to be gangsta up in these streets. <laughs> but let me tell you something, though, Sinet. You have some people who are quick to screenshot. Case in point, myself. Yep. I am quick on the screenshot. Oops, evidence. Gotcha. Don't play with me. Pray with me. European Union member states and legislators have agreed to mandate a single mobile charging port for mobile phones, tablets, and cameras in a blow to technology giant Apple. Tuesday's agreement, a world first, means that from late 2024, most portable devices will be required to have a USB Type-C charging port. It will not only apply to products released, well, let me rephrase that. It will not apply to products released before the new rules come into force. The EU believes a standard cable for all devices will substantially cut back on thousands of tons of electronic waste. The block is home to 450 million people, some of the world's richest consumers, and the imposition of the USB-C as a cable standard could also affect the entire global smartphone market. Users of iPhones and Android phones have long complained about having to use different charges for their devices. Uh, I never complained. The former is charged from a lightning cable, while Android-based devices are powered using USB-C connectors. Half the chargers sold with mobile phones in 2018 had a USB micro-B connector, while 29% had a USB-C connector and 21% a lightning connector, according to a 2019 study by the European Commission. The deal we struck this morning will bring around 250 million euros, 267 million US dollars, of savings to consumers. It will also allow new technologies such as wireless charging to emerge and to mature without letting innovation become a source of market fragmentation and consumer inconvenience. Let me say this. You're thinking it's going to be a huge blow to Apple? No, it's not. It's not. They're going to find a way to still capitalize on whatever you put forth, right? Us Apple lovers, we don't care what you hurl at us. We're going to pay for it. Case in point, check out the Apple stores on weekends. I feel that if you were to charge $10,000 for an Apple phone, the lines would still be there. $20,000 for a a, a computer, the lines are going to be there. I think Apple products have some addictive chemical in there that just pulls you in, sucks you in, kind of like Starbucks has in their coffee. Um, Yeah. Some things, yeah. I mean, I don't know how the people in Europe feel about that. Um, so, but did they? I'm sorry. Did no, they not realize what? that the USB C is happening in the US as well? Exactly. I mean, as far as I, I'm USB C on my on my MacBook now. That's what I use to charge to power it. That's and what? as I as I heard on 
I heard also that that's a new port they're going to use for the next version of the iPhone will be USB-C. Hold on, let me let me see something here, Sinek, because, uh, okay, so the 13 Pro is... Um... The one, I, I got my computer, my husband gave me Christmas gift, last Christmas, my MacBook um, Air, and it's a USB-C port. Okay, so the iPad I just recently got, USB-C port, the what we... Um, Marlon, your phone is USB-C port. Andrew's, not phone, I mean watch. Their watches are USB-C ports, the charging thing. Yeah, that's what's coming out. Yes, Annette, you're right. You're absolutely right. The U.S. is ahead yeah. of the game. So we're not worried. I guess it's the block that's worried. Sorry for y'all over there. Um, oh, God. <laughs> but they'll figure it out for you people over there. Don't worry. Um, in health and science news, Apply recreational therapy to help improve the well-being of seniors. I do have to take a quick break, folks. I do apologize. I'm just going to play a little song here. One moment. I'll be right back. Thank you so much for your patience. I do apologize for the interruption. I just had to run and do something real quick. Time is of the essence, right? Um, so apply recreational therapy to help improve well-being of seniors. So this is applicable to many of us because our parents are older or some of us were raised by grandparents and were caregivers to our um, grandparents, right? Um, let We cannot put our elderly to the side we are also going to get old one day god willing if life spares so we want to know that our family members will continue to involve us and look out for us right recreational therapy or therapeutic recreation has been used for decades to create life-changing opportunities for older adults master certified health coach and geri 
Somebody pronounce this for me because I can't pronounce it this morning. Gerontologist. I got it. Yay. Dr. Sharon McKenzie recently spoke about the importance of recreational therapy and how its role in improving the overall well-being of seniors recovering from or living with disease, injury, or general disabilities. Dr. McKenzie stated that recreational therapists use recreational therapeutic activities to serve as a medium to help achieve desired outcomes in the physical, mental, social, spiritual, and emotional health. This type of therapy works as a therapeutic intervention and requires the use of different techniques and modalities that are tailored to achieve desired expectations. These include, but are not limited, to the use of word puzzles, cooking, sports activities, art and craft, dancing, exercise, and other engaging leisure activities to promote mobility, independence, and overall wellness. Recreational therapy is a profession where we use therapeutic and recreational activities to be able to help individuals with goals they're trying to achieve, such as functional health, or psychological issues as opposed to doing diversional activities. She made the statements during Golden Conversations, an online discussion forum hosted bi-monthly targeting senior citizens by the social entrepreneur group Golden Designs. A key point mentioned by Dr. McKenzie is learning about the individual's past experiences and interests and then finding a familiar activity that will enhance memory, especially for individuals diagnosed with dementia. These recreational therapy modalities are ways that we can empower persons because a lot of times people with dementia and Alzheimer's, the individual is recognizing that they are losing their memory. And so you want to make sure these are positive experiences they are having. She noted that the community at large can also play an integral role in developing therapeutic recreational strategies that can help senior citizens. And here in South Florida, um, you will see the buses the, that go around to homes and pick up the elderly and take them to these recreational facilities. I have They, they are here like a dime a dozen. You go in there... They're playing dominoes, they're doing card games, poker, um, there are dance classes, which I think is good because children are in the middle between their children and their parents, right? And trying to balance life is not easy. You're not always able to cater to the elderly or senior citizens. So being able to have them go to these facilities during the daytime, I think whoever came up with the idea down here in South Florida, kudos to you. Great idea, great concept. It works. It's a daycare for adults. That's, that's what it is, in, in really, right? But at least they're helping them to maintain social connections, and I love that. And when you think about dementia and Alzheimer's, if you are isolated, I, I believe, my opinion, not the opinion of any medical um, professional, I believe that when you are isolated, it takes its toll on you. It becomes more severe. It, I think it attacks you because 
you're not using your brain as much as you should. Um, music has a great way of helping Alzheimer's and dementia patients. I don't know what the connection is, but there is a connection when it comes to music. Um, if anyone is in here who knows someone, or if you are that person who is in the medical field, and you're looking for something else to do, you still love the medical field, but you want to have some sense of value. You don't want to be in the mundane anymore. This is, some, this is a venture you could probably um, look into. Adult daycare centers where you, where you provide recreational and therapeutic. Um, which, what was the word I'm looking for? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it, it slipped to me. Assistance. Yes, that part. Thank you. But, you know, it's not unique to Florida yet. Because oh, they're good. everywhere. Okay. Oh, good. yeah. They, they have, it's, it's um, I forgot what they actually, they call them not just rec centers, but, like, they have senior day drop-ins they have mm. you can have a as you can be there today people who live on their own or people who live within um senior citizen homes um i think florida did great because we have a lot of snowbirds yes who fly down to um fly down to florida during the winter so they have that a lot more or they decide to move completely from the north down to the south but it is i'm there all over the country i've seen them in new york i've seen them here they um they're everywhere good i'm glad to hear that yeah Yeah, i'm so glad to hear that because a lot of times what do we do with the senior citizens we ignore them or they just dump them in nursing homes and i personally i don't think that i don't let me rephrase, rephrase that because not even a thought i could never put my mother in a nursing home i couldn't do it and i know it's not the ideal situation for everyone because of what we have going on. But I think this is where the, the, the Caribbean and the African in us comes out. Because we're huge in family. We're huge in taking care of our own. You know, I, I'm not fond of nursing homes. It's good for, you know, people who have no choice. I agree. Some people have no choice. But you have a large number of people who just dump their parents there and that's it. Forget about them. But, um, yeah. Now, if you cannot afford to send your parents or whatever, your parents can't afford to go to these recreational facilities, look at doing activities with them, say on the weekends or whenever you have time, right? Dance with them, play games with them. And if you have children, encourage your children to maintain a connection with their grandparents. You know something? Grandparents will open up to their grandchildren more than than they will open up to you. They will tell their grandchildren things about their lives that they would never tell you. You'd be amazed. Right? So let's see what we can do to help there. That is so true. And I'll tell you one more thing before before I let you move to the next story. I have seen programs in which they have put senior citizens with toddlers and under. And, and it brings a life to the senior citizens because they get to like look at these little babies who don't know anything and they, um, they, they have joy and the children are just so funny. I, I was in New York when I saw that happen. They put a program, they put the little, little babies, not, just, not the ones who are weaning and stuff like that, but right. um, those walking around two-year-olds who have a lot to say um, 
and the four-year-olds with senior citizens, and it was it was a great success. If I remember the details, I would tell you, but I do not remember the full details. So I'll just tell you that I saw it happen. Thank you for sharing that, Sunet. Yeah. Encourage your children to have a relationship with their grandparents. Right? And remember, for grandparents, it's their opportunity to do it all over again, to get it right. Because they didn't get it right with us. <laughs> Let me say that, okay? They did not. And they will admit to you that, you know, I, some things I could have done differently. So with grandchildren, their conversations are different. The things my mother will encourage my children to talk about with her. I, I don't have that luxury. And yes, I call it a luxury. You know, she encourages them to be vocal, to voice their opinions, to share their thoughts and their ideas, have conversation. When she talks to them, I really, I disappear because they, 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 she, you know, they talk. And I, it's good. It's really good, right? Coming up after the music break, we have Sports Caribbean Corner, news out of Latin America. Here's a little bit more Afro beats for you. One of my favorite Afrobeat songs, Koropa, Tiwa Savage. And I come this life to suffer if I follow politician. You go here and for paper, they go call them prostitution. Uno like enjoyment, if money day for pocket, shaping our national budget, you, we go blow my trumpet. Koropa, 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 Say 
Nobody talk to me nice Say now my love you didn't need for your life Yeah, our love no be like Say every day together, yeah, day and night Yeah, if I leave, you go by Yeah, if you leave, I'm I go stroking by stroking your back, baby Loving your body, baby As you're whining your body, baby So crazy Loving your body, baby Girl, you want me to me Dinner removed, okay, we through, but I ain't finished yet Can I slide with you? Yeah. Spend the night with you? Yeah. Just let me write and it, you dripping from my signature uh-huh. I feel like your body inspired my intentions yeah. You left the squad hanging, it's only time with us yeah. You know I vibe different, cause you know my mind different Her eyes say in my room, her body saying heaven on God Tell me what you want, I go repeat Tell me what you need, I go deep, deep yeah. When I fall in love, I go deep, deep yeah. You can copy that like it's easy, yeah. You look like you need proper Come get this vitamin D power, proper. Be ready to touch when I reach it, yeah. I go eat it up, I know vegan, yeah. I make that thing go wilder. I go make that thing run water. I go make you sing my song. There's a meeting in my bed, in my bed. There's a meeting in my bed, in my bed. Thank you to all our listeners logged on to QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I am Moments with me, and you're listening to Coffee in Tow, World News on the Go, every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. And now it is time for sports news, and this comes to us courtesy of Ball Alert. Kobe Bryant's 96. Oh, you know something? Let me say this. And I, 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 before I even get into the story. So I'm seeing the message alerts being sent to me in Clubhouse. You know, they pop up on your phone. But there's the messages aren't there in Clubhouse. So I'm just and I did the update this morning. I updated the app this morning because an update was done. I made sure to update every morning. I check and I saw it. I updated. Um, yeah, so I can access messages that are being sent to me in the back channel. I see the alert pop up on the phone, but in Clubhouse, don't know where to go to get them. So I do apologize for everyone sending me messages, but I can't get to them, right? So I'm going to have to figure this out so that by later on when we have the Rosolo show, I'm able to see what's going on. All right, so do forgive me my humble apologies. Not ignoring anyone. All right. Don't want you to think that. Kobe Bryant's 96-97 playoffs jersey sells for $2.73 million. Wow. The hefty price tag actually is $2,735,546. That's the jersey he wore during his first playoff series. The legend wore the jersey at least five times, TMZ reported. It was worn at two home games during 1996 to 1997 NBA playoff series against Karl Malone. Oh my gosh, I haven't heard his name in a long time. John Stockton and the Utah Jazz. The playoff games were played on May 8th and then May 10, 1997. On the 8th, 
the Lakers won 104 to 84 with Bryant scoring 19 points in just 19 minutes. Kobe went on to win five NBA titles. The identity of the fan who won the bid for the jersey was not released. Whatever happened to Tony Parker? He finally retired. What is he doing with himself? Just thinking. Of- Isn't Tony Parker the Frenchman? Yes, we oui, we oui, yes. I don't know. I've heard anything about him for a while. He had got married. He and Eva Longoria were married for a while, weren't they? And then they divorced, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" But truthfully, I didn't. They weren't a perfect couple. They didn't. You know, you look at some people together, and you're like, "Yes, what a beautiful couple!" Or, "Yes, they do match. They go together." Um, but yeah, we oui, we. Oui, I don't know if you went back to France. I don't know. I felt he was going to retire using a walker because I'm like, when is he ever getting off the court? Time's up, Tony. Go sit down. Good morning. I think. Good morning. Good morning. Moments. I think. <laughs> I think he finally retired. You are, but you're right. It was him, Tim Duncan. You just thought that they were just going to fall over at some point. But um, yeah, I think he finally retired. Yes, 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 yes. um, Dirk, Dirk. I could name him Dirk, yeah. We thought they were going to just pass out on one of those um, courts. But I do, to your question, I think Tony Parker retired. He is retired. I don't know where he is, but I think he retired. Yeah. Have you looked at some of these young players? I don't know where they're manufacturing them. Some of them looking real cute. <laughs> Please don't do that on radio. Don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Don't I do have that. To, but they look, are. <laughs> There's some handsome, strong young men over 6'3". I'm very happy watching basketball. Oh, Hello, everyone. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Oh, boy. Hey. <laughs> Marlon, man, how are you doing, Marlon, brother? Listen, don't say morning, Andel. Morning, Marlon. Andel, don't say anything. Watch out. Wait till your wife get older, Andel. And then she, you'll be walking with her in the mall. Hold on, you'll be walking with her in the mall, and all of a sudden she has to turn around. And, oh, let me look at that dress. Hold on, baby. Let me look at that dress. You know what Some she? Some young strapping man. There you go. Her. Hey, listen. I'm six five. So see, there's no other body she's gonna look at. That's what you think. <laughs> That's what you think. Let me tell you something. Claim it. <laughs> don't don't back up his head with that foolishness. We women are not blind. We we are just slicker at looking than you all are. Oh yeah, we are. <sighs> I know. I know for sure. I know. I know you guys are. gosh why am i telling us telling y'all our secrets but you know what don't worry andel you'll always be number one in her heart trust me i remember i have to give y'all a joke oh lord have mercy so 19 no lie 18 years ago well 19 years ago well this year will make 20 years that i've known marlon so 19 years ago yes let me get it right i remember the Sunday, we went to church at my aunt's church in Pembroke Pines. Um, my aunt, Rosolo's mother, I love her to death. She's such a firecracker. When Marlon is walking away, she turns to me and she says, Oh, oh no. Oh, don't repeat anything she says. Don't ever do that on radio. 
I'm said, so sorry. I love her ass. My mom is not a reflection <laughs> of me. So let me I'm tell the story because of my aunt. Let me tell you something. So she she says, Lord, is where you find him? He's sexy. Come on. This is at church, okay? I had no choice but to be cracking the hell. I'm so Why is it that every family have that aunt? Listen, it's every fam every family Russell, they don't feel anyway, because every family have that aunt because when I met my wife the same way, her auntie looked at me and said to her, Hey, you have sex with him yet? Just like that. That's my my mom. If you're looking for that person in the family, yes. it's my mom. I mean the 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 dirtiest of dirty jokes. I mean, you just you, you have to meet her. She is a firecracker, but oh. she did she did say that. She, she loves Marlon to death, and Marlon mm -hmm. loves her even more. Yeah, yeah. She loves his ball. She tells us, tell, she tells me, he's like, oh, his head, bald head. I said, mommy, there are many men walking around with bald heads, but his is different. Okay, no problem. Okay. Listen, love my eyes. You see, you see, you see, we bald headed. I tell you, boy, I tell you. <laughs> So LeBron James is putting pressure on Biden's administration to do some rescuing for Brittany Griner and deliver her home swiftly and safely. On Sunday, the billionaire, oh, nice ring to it, billionaire LeBron James, took to Instagram to post about the specifics of BG's detainment, urging the administration to do something. He also posted on Twitter. For over 100 days, BG has faced inhumane conditions in a Russian prison and has been denied communications with her family and loved ones. The picture following James's tweet read, As a decorated Olympian and member of an elite global sports community, BG's detention must be resolved out of respect for the sanctity of all sport and for all Americans traveling internationally. It is imperative that the U.S. government immediately address this human rights issue and do whatever is necessary to return Brittany home. He then urged fans to get together and do something. We need to come together and help do whatever we possibly can to bring BG home quickly and safely. Our voice as athletes is stronger together. Griner has been detained for over 100 days after authorities found vape cartridges in her luggage at the Moscow airport. She was supposed to be released in early May, but Russia extended her detainment for a month. She, she has been able to communicate via letters with loved ones and teammates i don't know where um lebron got his information from but i remember reading um a post where she said she's fine the only thing that's wrong is the bed isn't big enough so i'm not sure what where his story is coming from and that was early on that okay. was super early on oh, okay so things probably changed, but they were going to release her. They extended it by a month. I would say, you know something, um, LeBron, don't say anything yet. Don't stir the pot yet. Uh, I would stand down on this one. Um, I, I disagree. Uh, hold on. Say again, Kevin. Please, Kevin, go ahead. No, I was saying, I think maybe she's being used as a bargaining chip in some way, some diplomatic way. Russia, you know, I don't know. Is the vape, is the vape pen them illegal in Russia? I don't know. Yes, they are. Well, okay, they are. 
Okay. So, um, yeah, man, shall we do our time, man? But you know, ba- you know based what, on sir? that is Russia, based on that is Russia, they they probably extend whatever as um uh, uh the last person said they probably just holding her for a bargaining chip because whatever time she's supposed to do supposed to do it and they're supposed to let her out still you know so go ahead sinet i think you were gonna say something go right ahead or am i hearing double Okay. Oh, can you hear me? I'm sorry. I thought I was, I was talking all this time. On <laughs> go, ahead, um, go ahead. No, but what I'm saying is that they let um they let another guy out of jail. They let this um he was a military person, and they they came and and got him out. They um the government, U.S. government, negotiated got him out. They're holding Griner because one, she's a lesbian. Two, she's black, and it's NBA, and there's a war on. I think they need to. We need more people. I'm behind LeBron 100%. More people need to go and make noise. There's not enough. The WNBA was being super quiet. The NBA was letting it happen and not saying anything because they're not supporting the WNBA as they normally do. Okay. And the U.S. government needs to say more about their citizen being kept there and not getting all the privileges to be released because that is a minor charge. It's unfair, and she served her, her long enough time I, I think it's it's unfair and they're just picking things right now. I'm done. Agreed with you. Here's why I said that she the, he should stand down though because I was under the impression that the U.S. government was doing all that they could. They were in negotiations. They were um, communicating with the Russian government. That was the impression I got because of what was reported. So that's why I was saying, you know something, LeBron, leave it alone. Let them handle it. I don't know. Yeah, that's why I was looking at the time. If the time is up, though, if the if for for whatever consequences, and the, if the time is up, mm-hmm. and they still have her, that that right there now is a big problem, you okay. know. Okay. Okay. So she's definitely being used as a pawn. That's what it boils down to at this point, you know. And they're gonna do that with her. Oh boy. Um. Let's hope they can resolve that. Now it's time for Caribbean Corner. And our first story comes to us out of Jamaica. The Tourism Development Company Limited is reminding owners and operators of tourism entities that it is illegal to operate without being licensed by the Jamaica Tourist Board. License Processing Administration Manager at TPD Co, Cheryl Lewis, said that several tourism entities are operating in contravention of the law which is a breach of the JTB Act of 1955. You can be prosecuted. The police will serve you a summons if you are found in breach of the law. You will go to court and you will be found guilty. And you will pay the requisite fine, she said. Under the JTB Act, persons are required once they are operating a tourism entity, for example, a hotel, villa, guest house, water sports, and attraction. If you are a contract carriage operator or a craft trader in one of the designated markets, then you are required to have a JTB license, 
she pointed out. To improve compliance, Ms. Lewis said the TPD Co. is hosting a series of registration drives dubbed Bring Your Application Day at resort areas island-wide to facilitate on-the-spot licensing of tourism businesses. The second in the series of events was held at the Montego Bay Convention Center in Rose Hall, St. James on Thursday, June 2nd, where scores of tourism entrepreneurs turned out to register their businesses as well as seek information about the licensing process. If you know anyone um, who is interested in getting their business licensed, please encourage them to do so. If you know anyone who is operating a villa, especially, right? We need to look out for those, a guest house. Um, please encourage them to register that business. If anyone owns water sports, um, those, what do you call them, jet skis or anything like that, has anything set up on any beach anywhere, encourage them to get their businesses licensed. Do not run the risk of being shut down. And then we know how we Jamaican people say, Lord, them wicked, I try, me I try for hustle, I hustle, me I hustle, and then just go and shut me down. So there is a right way to do things. And they are making it possible for you to put your house in order. Okay? So if you know anybody, or if any of you listening, has a business in Jamaica within the tourism operating within within the tourism sector and it is not registered I implore you to get that done all right let us not say but I'm hardy I try me I try and I'm only care about the big man no they're giving you an opportunity folks let's not do that right spread the word if it's if this information is beneficial and useful to you Please act on it, okay? SVG, St. Vincent and the Grenadines. 53-year-old man says he was pressured to rape girl 10 years old, and this article is of a sensitive nature. A high court judge has dismissed an explanation by a 53-year-old man who pleaded guilty to two counts of raping a 10-year-old girl that he was pressured into committing the sexual act by the child. Justice Brian Cottle, in sentencing Fitz Allen Wickham, described his statement as the Lolita explanation as presented in Vladimir Nobokov's novel, Lolita. On the first count of unlawful sexual intercourse with a girl under the age of 13, the judge sentenced Wickham to 12 years in prison, and on the second count, he was sentenced to four years in prison to comments at the end of the 12-year period. However, Wickham had spent two years and 13 days in prison awaiting his trial, and this was deducted from his sentence, meaning that overall he will spend a further 13 years and 17 days in jail for his crimes. During the sentencing phase last Friday, Wickham, who did not have a lawyer, gave a rambling explanation of his action, telling the high court that he and the child's mother used to move good. I thought only Jamaicans use that term. Okay, they use it in SVG too. And the mother used to tell him to give the child something for her lunch. He said the child's grandmother also used to tell him that when he sees the child out the road to send her home. By this point, Justice Cottle, who was taking handwritten notes, just stopped and had placed one hand on his cheek 
And as he watched the defendant, he then interrupted Wickham, noting that he had told the court that he had sex. He had just told the court he had sex with the child twice. And he had told the police the same thing in his electronic interview. He said that the school principal who went on the scene at the abandoned house where the act took place also said Wickham had said that he had sex with the child. The judge noted that Wickham also said at the scene that it was the child who has brought the condom to him. Um, you're 53 years old. You are going to allow a 10-year-old to persuade you? Fifty-three years old. That could be your grandchild. You had no issue with it. You didn't run the little girl and say, "Little girl, go out your yard. Where you go?" Hmm. And you and the mother used to move good, and you would do that to your friend's child. We can't put the responsibility on the 10-year-old child. The responsibility solely lies on him. You're 53 years old. But then, do we think, and I know we're, they're probably oper, operating within the confines of the law and what the law um, mandates. But the, the time served, is that sufficient? Does SVG have a system where once they come out they are put on a um, child predatory list i think that the, the time um served to be served rather is small others may disagree i don't know a 10 year old a long time i look on the people them data so the mother it's it's and a lot of us, a lot of people stay like that where they talk to the mom, but they really want to be a friend of the mom. They've been, you know, a lot of us are just nasty. You know, a lot of people are just nasty where they just come in your family just for a reason because they see somebody they want to mess with and they get close to that person. Um, get close to the mom or get close to whoever, grandma, whoever is in the family who they think they can get close to so they can get close to um, the person they want. They can build that trust. You know, it's it's it's, it's sad. You should have got a million years in jail. I have a huge issue with it. I really do. I honestly do. Um, I don't know. The, the time served is just, um, and this thing to you you brought up a point, uh, Marlon, that a lot of people move into families, move around families because they have their eyes on the, the people's daughters. Um, but we also have to pay attention to the fact that a lot of times, a lot of mothers give up their children to these men in exchange for money in exchange for school fee, in exchange for being able to go to hear a dresser, for financial gain. The man doesn't want them because 
in the man's eye, they're too old. And they willingly give up their daughters and say, Quan man, remember him, I got paid a light bill, you know? Remember, we need the water to stay on. Remember the grocery, you know, you have to eat. I remember you have to go to school too. Another another thing to I'm not sure if she's a single mom or not. Um but if she is a single mom, this is where a lot of times I blame the dads for not being in that child's life. And most moms need to just no matter what happened in a relationship with you and the father, let the father in the in the child's life to to help you or and to be a dad you know stop being so hard on the dad regardless of what, what happened because when it when it's when the, when 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 there's no um parent or no dad is in a home it, it it can cause different things and i don't know it's just sad where the dads need to step up if they can if they're alive if they're around um, then they need to do something because if this is a single mom, and cause if it was, I don't have a daughter, but if that's my daughter, you'd be, <laughs> hey, you know what? Yeah. But it's up. all right. Hey, do that rule, me stage for your mother. Hey, do that rule. Yeah, we have to be careful. Be careful. Make smart decisions. Make smart choices. Jackyor, it's yeah. Yeah, you know. Jack it's you, Jack So, Jack files appeal to overturn attempted manslaughter conviction. Attorneys representing reggae star Jack have now filed an appeal against the artist's attempted manslaughter conviction in the Netherlands. Jack whose real name is Sikachor Alcock, is seeking to overturn the conviction and six-year sentence delivered in March. His legal team had indicated earlier that the appeal would have been filed. The appeal comes after the prosecution also filed its own appeal, challenging the ruling to acquit Jacure of the attempted murder charge. The prosecution wants the attempted murder charge to be reheard by three senior judges in the Court of Appeal. The appeals are in preliminary stages. Jacure, if we remember, was convicted of the stabbing of a promoter in Amsterdam in October 2021. Ja have you learned your lesson have you been humbled have you had a slice of that humble pie just a question i understand you want to get out i understand you feel that you know a wrongful conviction has been passed but you have a problem jacure long run shot catch you didn't serve the full time that you know for the crime that you committed previously you went to trinidad and had an altercation now you went to amsterdam have you learned i, I think he's going to get like upwards of 12 years Be because because they, they they filed the appeal um after after the conviction um when evidence came up with with um the the voice note and stuff like that mm -hmm. that, that came out after um I, the prosecutor because I, I think um not a lot of countries um can do that but i i think they're they can do that they they um they file the appeal because they're like okay there are new evidence that came up that 
you know it so they they want to upgrade um you know the 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 crime mm -hmm. so i feel like he's going to get upwards of 12 years and because the fact that they like they appeal um shows that they they they're pretty confident that they they can give him more time and you know make an example out of him so yeah he's he's going to get more time i think i think so too yeah and it's 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 sad though because like he got a second chance that most people that that go inside the Jamaican prison system don't get to come out and 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 live in Oakland you know drive all these expensive cars um and and all this stuff and the fact that he neglect taking care of himself like getting help because it's obvious that he, he's been a time bomb waiting to happen for the past, I would say, four or five years. It, it started from he came out and, and he had a fight with all the selectors and and, and, uh, and just a bunch of mess. And then, was it last year or the year before, flying out all these, these young girls from the States and threatening them and holding them hostage? You know, like, he could have gone to jail for that, but, you know... Yeah, he's gonna get more time. All right, sounds as though he deserves more time to me than um, James. We do have a comment from the chat. Thank you, Tasha. Apparently not. He deserves to be right where he is. Keep up so much foolishness in Jamaica. Face little to no consequences. And think you can do the same crap in other countries? Nope. Sorry, not sorry. No moments. Um, I just say, yeah, man, James. I really think one. I brother. So a waste man that man. I feel like money I, the money get to him or something, you know what I mean? Because I appear foolish him that though and it's like him not learn. Him, him too hype. So I right place him there. Him, whatever years I'm throwing upon him, hopefully him use the years and sit down and reflect on himself. Because I appear waste man move him and me. You get what I say? Especially as well you say with the girls and when him fly out. Uh, 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 why? Yeah man, him deserve what him get man. At some point in time, you have to take accountability. And the universe just show him say, yeah man. <laughs> yeah, your time. Karmatic debt. All that karmatic debt where you build up, the universe has show you say, yo, your time you know man. See it here, hold on pandemic. So you just have to sit down and just take accountability. You know what I mean? And just do him time and just yeah. What's what's the saying after go and ease yourself? <laughs> but, but you know the, the rest are will nomads yeah in some in some sense I, I believe that he's lucky that he's in jail because he could have easily been dead by now because true. A, a, lot yeah, of that's stuff, true. a lot of the stuff that like most of the stuff people don't even know because like there's one time when when in box being a man <laughs> don't feel sorry at the airport and and that could have easily go the other way and him he was like i think for capleton he, he, he was like one of the the man them were almost like a bodyguard before he went to prison for the rape mm -hmm. and he sure. used to do a whole heap of foolishness okay. you know and him come out and 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 him, him, him make money and and the thing is like when when that girl was with him like, kind of look on her different. But then at the other, at the other, and I'm saying that maybe she can help to change him. And even that, 
to get like a woman like that. Um, and that's just, Saska's um sister-in-law, right? His wife's sister, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Okay, yeah. She wasn't yeah, just and, any and, girl. She was a beauty queen, first Rastafarian. Um, yeah. Queen of and him just dash her that, you know, dash her a, a, a good relationship, even though a lot of people judge her for being in a relationship with him because of the rape, the rape thing. Yeah. And, and you know, like, he, he had the opportunity. He can't say same did love her, but he didn't make any effort to, to, to fix himself because it's obviously that he's, he's a broken human being, you know? Well, this is all I can say. Sorry, um, sorry, Jack Fury, just a bit. Oh, Oh, that's what. Yeah, hope you can seek his blessing, Jack here, because it's sticky out there. But we do have to move I, on. Even if we got all our reflections. <laughs> yeah. Again. 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 <laughs> you know, it's got sticky out there for him, but. Onto our story out <laughs> of Latin America. Dominican Republic Environment Minister shot dead in office. The Dominican Republic's Minister of Environment and Natural Resources, Orlando Jorge Mera, has been shot to death in his office by a close friend, the office of the president said in a statement. The attack took place on Monday night in Mera's fourth, uh, fourth floor office in Santo Domingo, authorities said. Fausto Miguel de Jesus Cruz de la Ota, Okay, you see how many names that is? He must have um, Cuban lineage. Fausto Miguel de Jesus Cruz de la Ota. Oh my gosh, was later arrested after confessing the crime to a priest at a local church. Ah, ah, ah. Was that a Catholic church? Because if that was a Catholic church, you, I hope the priest didn't say anything. Let it be your own doing, okay? Local media reported at least seven shots were heard and police and emergency officials swarmed the building. Mourners soon gathered nearby. The family of Jorge Merra, who is the son of former president Salvador Jorge Blanco, in a statement described the attacker as a childhood friend whom Jorge Merra received in his office. Our family forgives the person who did this. One of Orlando's greatest legacies was not to hold grudges, the statement said. President Luis Abinadar or Abinader, lo siento, I'm so sorry, said he was deeply saddened and dismayed by the killing. We express our deepest condolences, he said. Authorities said they were investigating the motive. Sources close to the probe told the AFP news agency the two men had recently been at loggerheads over environmental policy, although the details of the dispute were not clear. Jorge had promised upon taking office to work for the responsible use of natural resources to protect ecosystems and slash pollution and had recently told local media he had reported thousands of cases to the judiciary for violations sometimes it'd be your own friends what what did bob marley say <laughs> what was that song oh my gosh only your friend What's the song? You want to tell me all you music people in here? You can't bring me up to speed. Remind me of the words of the song. You know what? Well, I was oh, talking. Talking. Yeah. Then y'all gonna speak at once. Yes. Only them can reveal it. 
Yes, thank you, Kev Rock. Thank you. Um, after me, for go on bad phone to talk up the words. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get for watching too much. Um, YouTube when you watch the dolls, the PTR dolls, pretty TC and Rebel. Right, you right. That's let me stop. Let me behave myself. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I, I would love to hear what the reason behind the killing is. Um, why that was done in his office. Seven shots. Childhood friend. Wow. Couldn't resolve anything amicably. Now, this next story that I'm going to read is the reason why I'm saying that it is so important that the Biden administration prepares a seat at the table or prepares seats at the table for Nicaragua, Cuba, and Venezuela. Several thousand migrants have set out from southern Mexico in a caravan bound for the United States, which is hoping to address regional migration during talks at the Summit of the Americas this week in Los Angeles. Migration activists said the group, which left from the Mexican city of Tapachula on Monday, could be one of the region's largest migrant caravans in recent years. The caravan was estimated to include 4,000 to 5,000 people, mostly from Central America, Venezuela, and Cuba. Mexico's National Institute for Migration did not provide an estimate of the group's size and provided no additional comment on the caravan. Caravan organizer Luis Garcia Villagran said the group represented various nationalities of people fleeing hardship in their home countries, including many from Venezuela. These are countries collapsing from poverty and violence, he said. We strongly urge those who attend the summit to look at what is happening and what could happen even more often in Mexico if something is not done soon. Tapochulo serves as a key point to the journey of many migrants and asylum seekers who are hoping to reach the U.S. with thousands arriving in the city in Mexico's southeastern Chiapas state in recent months. So you are aware that there is an immigration problem. You are aware that the immigration problem stems from poverty and violence. You are aware that these things are the root causes for people willing to take the journey. For the Cubans heading to Venezuela or heading straight to Mexico and then making the transit. You're fully aware. But you are still willing to shut them out they are a part of the americas and guess what they are a part of the problem when it comes to the u.s and i say a part of the problem because republicans and some democrats i will say refuse to allow title 42 to be rescinded refusing saying, no, there's pushback where Title 42 is concerned. So then, you are shutting down the opportunity to have conversation with the leaders of Cuba, Nicaragua, and Venezuela to see how we can have a resolve. How can we provide? Because since we are in the business of handouts and you know giving everybody money except our own people, let us see how we can help to alleviate the crime problem in your countries. Let us see how we can improve business relations in your country, 
provide job opportunities. Let us see what we can come up with so that we don't have people traveling the treacherous journey to get to the border to be whipped or you know arrested or sent back or killed or raped by people who prey on um these people there is a need for the conversation there is a need for cuba to sit at the table many have lost their lives on makeshift rafts and boats making the journey from cuba to florida just as many have lost their lives trying to make the journey from Haiti. People don't just get up and risk their lives like that. If people are okay, they don't leave. Trust and believe. They're good. Because there are people who love their country. They just can't survive under the conditions. So, I hope the administration will... They still have time to rethink and reconsider because it affects everyone in the region pretty much and you can't say summit of the americas but you're leaving out a part of the americas coming up after the music break we have believe it or not news and entertainment news here is some more afro beats for us in my body now your own is If I tell you, say I love you, oh My money, my body, now your own, oh baby Party billion for the account, oh yeah. Versace and Gucci for your body, oh baby No do, no do, no do, gotta, gotta for me No do, no do, no do, say that, oh For your love, it's too. I go to you, to go to go. Because I know you. Say you do me, Juju. Cause I'm feeling the Juju. Shake it to you. I wanna dash it to you. You can have it to you. You know I got this in you. I love you, I love you. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. There's nothing above you. There's nothing above you, above you, above you. Be jetty, yeah. I like your minis get you. Okay, you carry fancy, you. If I tell you, hey, I love you, oh. My money, my body, now your own, oh, baby. 30 billion for the account, yo. Versace and Gucci for your body, oh, baby. Can't try program me Rebel from day one Real bad girls and a boy can't try 
done in a 2020 slavery Shen Yang, if you match at your business, data Too insecure that your teaser Watch your boom boom, where you call that? Do your own things to fuck with What if him love, beg your money to? Can't pay rent and a bother you Can't pay rent and a bother you
looking for my honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're telling me this, you're telling me that. I say this is not for me. Johnny, do me funny. Johnny, do me funny. He's doing me this, he's doing me that. But I know what's him on me. He go Canada, he go Tokyo. Yes, he day, he say, he day Morocco. He dance the sicko, he sing a willow. Na lie, na lie, na be no key. This one, na go be. Thank you to all our listeners logged on to QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me, and you're listening to Coffee in Tow, World News on the Go, every Monday through Friday starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Today, normally it would be turned up Tuesday, but today I felt like doing Afrobeats. So we're taking it easy, chilling out today. And of course, um, we were celebrating Sunette's birthday. I know she has gone to her um, little day for herself today. You know, it's all about Sunette today. Yesterday was Javette's birthday. Tomorrow is Empress's birthday. I don't know who else is coming up after that, but it's the birthday week. The Geminis are taking over, folks. Thank you for this song, Yemi Day. Looking for my Johnny. Don't know who's looking for a Johnny, but um, they're out there. Good ones are out there. Just look, make sure you're looking for the right reasons. Let, let me say that. Um, when was it, Marlon? We had a conversation, you know, and he has spoken to some men, and men are concerned. They're like, we can't get any woman. Why can't you get a woman? Because the first thing they want to know is what we have and what we can do for them. Ladies, is that where we're at? Is that the only thing we're looking for? Somebody who can pay our bills? I don't know. Or are we looking for someone who can make us feel loved, fulfilled, safe, secure? Someone who can accept us with all our flaws. Someone with whom we can build and share a life together not to be stagnant but to see the potential in each other and push each other motivate each other encourage each other what exactly are we looking for men say they want a good woman but then women will say you get a good woman you don't even know what to do with her so on both sides of the fence we got work to do right ladies we gotta prioritize what's important money in the bank or a man who treats you right. Not saying you want somebody who doesn't have ambition. Not saying that at all. You want somebody you can build with. Don't get me wrong. Don't misconstrue what I'm saying. But think about it. You're willing to take someone who will tell you to shut up. Sit down. Don't talk. Because of what the luxuries they can afford you. And then regret not having journeyed on with Johnny who was struggling. Yes, he may have started out with a stall and had big dreams of owning the plaza. Started out with a stall, was committed, dedicated, 
doing his thing. Eventually, got a little food truck, doing his thing, but he still wasn't good enough for you yet. And you put him to the side. Instead of saying, you know something, let's how we see how we can work together to get to the plaza. Let's think about that. And then men, you say you want a good woman. You say you want a real woman, right? You get a good woman, a real woman. Know what you're doing to keep that real woman and that good woman that you prayed for, that you worked hard to get. And she gave you the opportunity. Because yes, y'all hunters, we give you the opportunity to hunt us. Don't forget that. Care for us. Cherish us. Nurture us. Love us. Right? My second speech for the day, and I'm done speaking. It is time for Believe It or Not stories. A man has been charged with murdering six people. Took selfie with victims' glasses on. A man who has been charged for his alleged involvement in six murders took a picture of himself wearing one of his victims' glasses. Travis Lamar Berkeley, 34, has been charged with six counts of felony murder after he reportedly shot six people at a Milwaukee duplex. The victims' bodies were found on January 23, but court documents say Berkeley may have killed the individuals three days prior, and this is according to a news report courtesy of CBS. The victims include Michelle Williams, 49, Donta Williams, 44, Donald Smith, 43, Charles Hardy, 42, Javoni Liddell, 31, and Caleb Jordan, 23. Investigators caught up to Berkeley through cell phone data, which included a selfie that he took. The photo shows himself in what appears to be the basement of the home where three of the bodies were found. CBS News reports that Berkeley was wearing one of the victim's glasses in the photos. A witness told police that Berkeley admitted to killing the victims with help from his cousin after their alleged drug robbery attempt went bad. No other arrests have been made, and Berkeley's cousin has yet to be identified. <sighs> Why would you do that, Berkeley? Number one, you had no business killing the people. And then number two, you're going to take a selfie in the, one of the victim's glasses? Is you dumb? Is you dumb? And then he snitched on his cousin. <laughs> a whole lot of dumb. That's that freckle neckle right there, right? Just dumb. Just dumb, 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 dumb. You are dumb, dumber, and dumbest personified. Right? They're all three in one. Oh. You know, I, I, love, I love when they do the dumb stuff and get caught, you know. Like, they, they just they just give over themselves. It's better than they just um, walk in the police station and, and, and tell them to handcuff them. <laughs> yeah, I like I, I like it. It, it just to you're breaking up you need to go back to wherever you were because you're breaking up really bad no you moved and i don't know if you have the red bar or what's going on Dre, but we didn't hear anything you said sorry about that now listen to this story an indiana woman is accused of using an Apple AirTag to track a man to a bar before fatally mowing him down. Galen Morris, 26, allegedly struck Andre Smith with her car three times around midnight Thursday while he was at the bar meeting another woman. 
Morris followed him to an Indianapolis watering hole, according to local news reports. The impact of the collisions killed Smith instantly, police reported. Morris allegedly pulled forward and clipped the victim, and he went down, at which time Morris then backed over him and then pulled forward and hit him for the third time. Investigators said Morris went to the bar and told patrons that she and Smith were in a relationship and that he was cheating on her. She's also accused of swinging an empty bottle at the other woman while inside the bar, but it was intercepted by Smith, police said. Morrison Smith then left the bar, and that's when the suspect ran him down, said a witness who told cops she watched the incident from inside the pub. Morris has been charged with murder. <sighs> Lady, is you dumb? Is you stupid? Um, let me say this. If I'm with a man and he wants to cheat, carry on. Do you? I'm not getting up out of my bed, leaving my house to go in my car to track you with my phone. I ain't got time for that. You want to cheat? Go on. Do you? Nobody. I'm sorry. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. Husband or partner, whatever. I'm not doing it. Do you? You know what my MO is? I cheat back. Yeah. You cheat on me, I'm going to cheat on you. We're even. Let's move forward. You, you, you want to work this out? All right. We're even now. That's how I roll. I don't know, but I can't speak for any other woman. I'm speaking for moments. You cheat on me, I'm going to cheat right back on you. No apologies either. You know, ironic though, uh, moments is that it, as you're talking about this, there's a song that came to mind. Um, well, we come on. name again. Captain Barkey, man, I give bun and I get back bun. Yes. Call it bun for bun. Bun for bun. And interestingly, and interestingly, he died tragically in a in a in a situation. Really? Wow. Yeah. Well, not a story, but yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not doing. It. And then it's not even your husband. This man is not even your husband. Hold on, hold on. Let me get it right. Yeah, they weren't even married. How long you know this man? Listen, lady, plenty man out of road, I look, woman. Plenty. Nobody Plus, as well, she's going to catch a case now, get jail time, all for what? Was it really worth it? I don't know. It must have been worth it to her. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> ask, ask her for five years down the line when she has to sit on in her cell. <laughs> She's regretting it, without a doubt. She's regretting it. Don't, don't worry yourself. She's regretting it. Stupid. That's all I'm going to say on that one. Very, very stupid. <laughs> there are a few more songs. Oh my gosh, single and searching. Let's start this one off with Yemi Holiday. Single and searching. I like this one too. Young lady, let me tell you something. Why shouting? Hello, I'm talking to you. 
Coming up later on at 5 p.m. Eastern this evening, we have DJ Naturalist with Naturalist Live. Log on to QMZRadio.com, the quality music zone, or you can check him out right here on Clubhouse for Clubhouse listeners in the QMZ Radio Club. 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern, the Rosolo Show returns tonight on JanoRadio.com. So log on, check it out on the app. Tonight, she speaks with candidate for Georgia Insurance Commissioner Janice Laws Robinson and international recording artist Raz Fraser Jr. So set your alarms. You're going to be busy. You're going to be stuck with us from five o'clock. OK, let's let me just say that. then right after the Rosolo show, it's Vibes Tuesdays on JanoRadio.com. You want to check that out too from 9 to 11 p.m. with DJ Rookie.
for one minute. Still I can't believe, but I can't blame myself for this. No man that was born for this. Of course I fucked up. Who never fucked up hands in the air? No hands. Still I can't believe. You know what I mean? I was young, what you expect from me? It is what it is. But I keep going, no. More like a rolling stone, cause I have no stopping time. Can nobody stop a man? Oh, I keep going, no. More like a rolling stone, cause I have no stopping time. Can nobody stop a man? No, I'm gonna run my race. I'm gonna keep my pace. Cause I really have no one to play. When I fall again, I can't stand this pain. I can't watch me fail. So anytime you pray, Remember my name, remember you know what traveler. The name is Wayku the Hustler. He's been far away chasing Kualala. I'll be back again for me coming. I swear on my life, I can't wait to be back. I know you miss me, I know. Remember you know what traveler. The name is Wayku the Hustler. He's been far away chasing Kualala. I'll be back again for me coming. I swear on my life, I can't wait to be back. I know you miss me, I know. Thank you to all our listeners logged on to QMCRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I am Moments with me, and you're listening to Coffee in Tow World News on the Go every Monday through Friday starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern where I read the news and we share our views. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments. That's M-I Media Moments. Check me out on IG. That's moments underscore with underscore me, MI underscore media. And we launched our YouTube channel. Well, I should say relaunched it because it's been sitting dormant for two years. So we relaunched um, the YouTube channel. Um, yeah, check that out. Moments with me media. Um, you have to put the moments with me media when you're doing the search because otherwise another moments with me i don't know you know where she came from but whatever um popped up but um yeah moments with me media we are rebranding coming back yeah better so go ahead like share subscribe hit that notification bell don't forget to do that all right so now it's time for entertainment news steve harvey reveals how he feels about Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan split. I'm Team Lori 1000%. Well, what do you expect as his daughter? On Monday's episode of the Steve Harvey Morning Show, Steve confirmed that his daughter Lori and Creed actor Michael B. Jordan have called it quits. Steve joked about how he felt about his daughter's relationship ending, saying, I feel fine. I'm fine. I still got to go to work. I still got to take care of my family. Ooh, the shade on that one. I'm Team Lori, 1000%. He added, she's my daughter. I love her. I support her. He defended his daughter, adding that having a successful relationship in the spotlight can be challenging. Look, as long as everybody can walk away in peace, be friends. I heard nobody say they busted no windows or nothing, he said. As long as you don't put your hands on my daughter, I don't give a damn what you do. He's still a cool guy from what I know. It's a breakup. I'm pretty sure they'll be fine. People break up all the time. I just wish I could have broken up without the cost factor. I gotta start learning from my children. Get out early. I waited way too late. Laurie and Michael first started uh, dating back in late 2020 before going official in January 2021. 
Since the breakup, Lori has deleted all the photos of Michael from her Instagram. I wonder what happened. You know what he's saying to us, though, folks? Um, I still got to go to work. I still got to take care of my family. Um, Low-key, he's telling y'all, mind y'all business. Mind the business that pays you. That's what I got out of it. Probably I'm reading too much into it. Let me know if I'm wrong. I, I, I think he shouldn't have to say anything. I think for you to go and delete your IG, why did you share it anyway? You know what I mean? All the pictures? Come on now. Why you share all your business just if there's a breakup, you're going to delete it? It don't make no sense. Yeah. Keep your business to yourself. Then you won't have to worry about it and worry about all the feedback you're going to get from people. You know, the other thing that concerns me too, um, I don't know if concerns is the right word to use, Javette. But here's something that always puzzles me. That's more like it. They will have you all up in their relationship with them, right? Because they're all the celebrities do it. They put their business out there because that's how they stay relevant. The likes and so on. That's how they get, um, what you call it, ambassador deals too, right? They, they're able to sign on as ambassadors for companies and get these fringe benefits, so on and so forth, right? They get pregnant. We need privacy. No, we need to know what's going on. You had us all involved. You had us invested in your relationship. So now you don't want to tell us what's going on. Why do they do that? Why do they do? They share every single detail. But then they ask for privacy when things don't work out or the child is born. They cover up the child or they're not going to tell you the child's name and so on and so forth. Why do they do that? Isn't it best you don't show or say anything from the get-go? I don't know. Yeah, I think Steve Harvey's a clown. People shouldn't take relationship advice or, or, or listen to anything you say about relationship. Wow, James. Why do you say he's a clown, James? No, because he, he, he demonstrates like clown-like um, tendency when it comes down to relationship. He should stick to comedy. You know, like, it, like if you watch him long enough, like every, every chance he gets, he pretty much calls his wife a gold digger every chance he gets. <laughs> but isn't that what she is? She is, yeah. Okay. No, but, but he, he, he glorifies it. And, and even when you watch his shows and he's giving advice, I remember I was watching one episode where this guy said like it, it was like one of the ask steve segment and this this guy said oh like you know i have a problem like my wife wants these shoes but they're five thousand mm -hmm. dollars and he's like does she make you happy mm -hmm. and and he's like yes do you have five thousand dollars yes then buy it buy. you know that's it and i'm like look like there are millions of 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 men Especially when you're talking to like African American, you know, like that are watching, um, women are watching the program, and 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 they're seeing a bar set where, like, love equates to 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 like the dollar. Like if 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 there's no dollar, like if if there's no money, it, the relationship doesn't make sense. 
you know, that's how he comes off. But don't you think he's probably... Thing? But James, let me ask you a question. Don't you think he's probably being facetious, trying to say, man, are you stupid, but doesn't really want to call him out for being stupid? No, no, he's not. He's not. He's not. I think I think what 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 happened is that daytime is is um is controlled by women and I think to to ponder to like the women audience to grow mm -hmm. to grow like his audience mm -hmm. like they come up with all these strategy or whatever but at the same time to me like it's damaging relationship like with 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 average people that that go to work work 9 to 5 every day when you're you're going to like and and if you if you follow his Instagram, like you know, go to Dubai, close down this, and he's like, oh, this is our man show his love, you know. And I'm like, no, like money and love is two different things. Like, yes, you can afford it, and you you every chance you get, you call your wife. James, are you there? Obviously, a gold digger, you know. I so, mean, here's the thing, James. He doesn't know any better. Let let me just say that, and I'm not trying to defend him. A lot of times people don't know any better. And I see it on, on, on social media all the time, especially with the way a lot of them dress. They really don't know any better. And um, there are a lot of men who will say things and do things because never in their wildest dreams did they ever expect to be with a beautiful woman. And they know that if it wasn't for the money, they wouldn't have the woman. And ladies and gentlemen, I am at the end of my time. I do have to go wrap up right now. And we, I want us to pick up this conversation again. I think it's a great conversation to have, right? But um, I do have to wrap up. I'm so sorry. Thank you to all the listeners who logged on to QMZRadio.com and JohnNoRadio.com and everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me and you were tuned in to Coffee in Tow, World News on the Go every Monday through Friday starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern where I read the news and we share our views. Ladies, 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 ladies and gentlemen, th 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 thank you. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning into Jano Radio. Jano Radio. We are we are we are online twenty four seven. We 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 hope you enjoyed the show. Bye bye. As always, great conversation, shared views, varying opinions, and interesting perspectives. Enjoy the rest of your day, folks. Whatever you do, wherever you go, I do ask this one thing, that you please be safe. See you tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Eastern, right here on QMZRadio.com and JohnnoRadio.com. And remember, Thursday, we do go live on Future FM 98.9 in the Bronx, Westchester, and Mount Vernon. Take care. Goodbye.